The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he is Josh Spinelli. We're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the lovely warm Pacific Northwest. And we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. I wonder on uh, when the weather's like nice like this, our listenership probably goes down a bit, wouldn't you say? Definitely. And I don't blame any of you for uh, getting out there and enjoying it. So one of the things they talk about in the market is the market breadth, meaning uh, how much of the market is headed in one direction or another. Um, and we don't have mu much market breadth and we haven't for quite some time, meaning it's a relatively small amount of stocks that are doing most of the pulling in the market right now, and it's very big name. So the S&P 500 is up about 7% year to date, um, and more than 5% of that 7% comes from just seven stocks. So uh, if you look at the S&P 500, the 7% return, 1.6% of that return has come from just Apple because remember the S&P is a market cap weighted index, meaning the bigger you are as a company, the more influence you have on it. Apple's the biggest company in the world. And so its performance really drives the performance of the S&P. So of the 7%, more than 1.5% is Apple. Uh, almost 1% is NVIDIA. Microsoft is 80 basis points. Facebook is about 70 basis points. Google is half a percent. Amazon's a half a percent. And Tesla's about a third of a percent. All the other stocks. So the uh, 493 other stocks in the S&P account for 1.2% of its performance. So when you don't have much, much breadth in the market, uh, that's not a sign of a healthy market. It's generally not a good, a good thing that these few names are driving so much of the market's return. Um, so we'll see. And, and, you know, it, it generally, this is what happens in, in markets that aren't really strong. They're sort of masking the real problems and that's probably what's going on here in the economy. But these are, these are some heavyweights. I mean, I guess if you took, they're all heavy, heavyweights in my mind, except for Tesla, Tesla is just, I mean, it's a car company and I, I, I nobody seems to have figured that out yet, but eventually they will. Because when you look at what De Tesla's having to do, which is discount and all the things they, all the other car makers are having to do, uh, well, it's, people will realize it. And something. I don't know if crisis is the right word, but the banking panic, uh, that changed everything. Breath was expanding dramatically. Small caps were, were outpacing large caps uh, by a huge margin to start the year. And then... Uh, in two weeks, everything changed, and here we are a month later from the onset of that, and uh, breadth has completely collapsed. So the other thing that's interesting that we're seeing in the market, in the uh, labor market, is a year ago, the lowest uh, income workers were filing the most jobless claims. So those are the claims for unemployment insurance, and now we're seeing a massive spike in the claims for the wealthiest demo. So people that make uh, over $200,000 a year, which when they look at all the demos, that's the that's the top end demo. Uh, they are the ones filing the most uh, jobless claims currently. And so obviously what where we're seeing that is in the tech sector is, is where we're seeing a lot of the layoffs. And so, um, but generally the problem is when those people get laid off, somebody that makes $750,000, they leave a giant economic wake behind them because they spend a lot of money and they employ a lot of people. And so uh, that has a big quick trickle-down effect uh, in terms of the U.S. economy. But it also might be good, at least the good news, silver lining there would be the inflation. Those people can make the inflation number roll over pretty quickly if they stop spending money. Uh, and those are all Josh's peers. <laughs> so um, we've heard a lot about this, obviously, because of what happened last year. The bond market got punched in the face as well as the stock market. And so uh, what's considered a balanced portfolio, 60% stocks, 40% bonds, all of these asset managers saying the death of the 60-40. So Josh, first, 
explain sort of the 60-40 portfolio and then the history of it, uh, why sort of it's been so great, why people use it, and then why we don't think it's the death of it. The 60-40 portfolio is just the uh, your average investor's risk tolerance. It, you know, it, it's the sort of the utilitarian tool in the world of wealth management because uh, it's the best fit, fit for the most amount of people. And uh, you have enough equity exposure uh, that your purchasing power is going to grow over time, but you also have enough fixed income exposure, bond exposure, that uh, you're able to sustain yourself through significant market drawdowns. And the intellectual framework of the 60-40 portfolio has always been uh, that those assets are inversely correlated. So the point being, your bond exposure is going to trade higher when your stock exposure is selling off and, and vice versa. Uh, uh, when bonds are selling off, your stock exposure is going to be the driver of your portfolio return. And uh, the 60-40 portfolio had an amazing run uh, since 1981, and that's because interest rates were going lower, so you're getting juice out of both sides of your portfolio, not only uh, the risk-reducing side, that fixed income, the bond side, but also the stock side. And 60-40 investors from the mid-70s up until uh, at the end of 2021 uh, had double-digit annualized returns. And then uh, 2022 was a year that you had not seen uh, in basically 50 years, which everybody, was, almost everybody's investing no, lifetime yeah, that's listening, uh, where both sides of your portfolio traded lower. And uh, depending on what mix you had underlying the 6040, uh, you could have been down in excess of 20% uh, on that on the year. And so that's sort of the reason the reason that the 6040 has worked for most people uh, in most situations over the long run is because you've always had one side of the portfolio uh, that's doing well that you can harvest uh, if you're in that spending phase of your life or it's kept you invested and that's the most important thing is that volatility reduction feature of having the 40% in bonds has enabled you to withstand a say 2008 style environment because even 15 years ago the fixed income side was trading higher while your stock side was getting obliterated but that wasn't true last year and it's been a recurring feature uh, since the financial crisis and maybe I mean your career is well so the, the, the thing that's the challenge is that you know historically this when we say 60 40 60 percent would have historically been the S&P 500 40 percent would have been the aggregate bond index. The aggregate bond index continued to go out in duration, meaning it kept getting longer and longer duration bonds within it, and it had a record duration in it. Uh, and so that was where the problem was when interest rates went higher, that fund went lower. Uh, but that, you know, the 40% you had in bonds didn't have to be in intermediate and long-term bonds. And so when you say 60, we still had 60, 40 portfolios that actually the 40% that our clients had in had in bonds actually were positive from a return standpoint. We just had to have the right bonds in there. So, you know, in the history of my career, in the history of my life, there was never a time where I was so sure about something in the investment world than when interest rates were at zero, not wanting to own intermediate and long-term bonds. It was the, it was, there was, it was just no world that it made sense to own intermediate and long-term bonds. Plenty of financial advisors and institutional money managers had money in those things. But when we looked at it, we said, we know this is going to be a money losing trade. It didn't make sense. And so what we did at the 40% that were, uh, was in bonds or all of our client bond portfolios, uh, we just got really short and we own U.S. Treasuries. And guess what? It held up when interest rates went up. And so we're still there. At some point, we'll go out in duration. At some point, we'll take some credit risk. But we are still short in duration. So no, absolutely, emphatically, the 60-40 portfolio is not dead. The reason these charlatans, these snake oil salesmen are, are saying it is because they want you to instead invest through financial advisors in their alternative investments, the non-correlated crap. And that's exactly what it it is. It's them trying to get you to buy something that is good for them, not good for you. It's very expensive, but the basic 60-40 portfolio is going to trounce what these buffoons are trying to sell you. So don't buy the hype. And it's coming from the Goldmans of the world. It's coming from these big firms. But remember, there's, there's the old saying, where are the customers' yachts? And that's because these people are very good at creating products and stories behind these products that are good at making them money and you not money. And so um, that, that we just say the 60-40 portfolio is not dead. You just have to make some modifications to it or your advisor does. And it's not complicated. Josh and I, again, are perfect proof of that. All right. 
Uh, if you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement view and look at your portfolio, look at the duration of the bonds in your portfolio, uh, give our office a call if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets. The number here is 800-743-0988 or go to our website and send us an email, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, Our materials, the independently owned destination for your next outdoor project is Building Solutions in Bend. Stop in today and take advantage of our in-store Koga Home and Garden Show specials. Make your outdoor living space literally cooler with the all-new heat-mitigating Trax Transcend Lineage Decking and feel the maximum performance of Makita cordless tools and outdoor power equipment. Building Solutions, the quality, selection, and service you expect. Building Solutions in Bend and buildingsolutionsbend.com. Your project, our materials. Are you kidding me? Bonex touchdown, Oregon! Hey, Duck fans, this is Don Essig reminding you your Ducks return to Hudson Stadium this fall to kick off the 2023 season, and we want to see you there. The Ducks have a strong home schedule with Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes, USC, and the final game against Oregon State. Visit goducks.com slash fbticks to select your season tickets starting at just $249. Why? Because it never rains in Hudson Stadium. Hello, hello. This is Christy from the Cosmic Depot. I am here today to ask, why wait? Why wait to get your camping and festival gear all tuned up and ready to go? Check out your fun provision stash today and see what needs a fill up. You got incense, friend? Cosmic Depot does. Is that tapestry looking a little fraught? The Cosmic Depot has a rainbow of beautiful cotton tapestries waiting to join your party. Come on into the Cosmic Depot and spice up your spring and summer fun to come. Find a cute new frock or a signature scent, a sparkling new pendant and matching earrings. Get a mini peace flag to state your intent and put your boogie face forward, ready to greet your days when you shop at Cosmic Depot. At the Cosmic Depot, we celebrate you dancing life in your special way and embracing your tune seven days a week from 10 to 6 at 342 Northeast Clay and Bend. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Columbia and their pop-up clearance store in Space 150 has all the necessities for spring outdoor adventures at unbelievable prices. Stock up on layers for Central Oregon spring weather and get fresh new shoes for hiking, biking, and everything in between. Shop Eddie Bauer's new collection of Guide Pro pants and shorts, sheds moisture with UPF sun protection, and lots of pockets for your outdoor adventure. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Hopefully you're enjoying the sunshine out there. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video uh, on the 15th and 30th of every month. Or we're going to do one on Monday. 
when we talk about what's going on in the capital markets, uh, and especially as it relates to uh, what's going on with our client portfolios. So you don't have to be a client to be added to that list. Um, we send those out via email. So if you want to get added to our e-newsletter list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email and just say, I'd like to be added to your e-newsletter list, and we'll get you on the list. And you can see why we have a face for radio. Um, I mention this every few shows, and I just so bear with me if you're a client that listens often, but, um, you know, there's lots of investment books out there and most of them are trash. Uh, and one of the things that, um, I, I think is really important is financial literacy, because when you think about the American population, we are a very financial illiterate population. Most populations around the world are as well. Um, and one of the things, the earlier you start it, generally the better people are, uh, in their life. And so being financially literate, believe me, can have a huge impact on your life, probably more than what you got in chemistry class or calculus class or English class. And I know there's probably teachers listening to me that are not happy about it. But the truth is, is being financially literate can have a major impact on your whole life. Uh, and it's not, you know, they don't teach it in the schools and some schools do, but for the most part, they don't. I saw a school in Vermont, uh, which is where I went to high school, when Uski Vermont uh, has a financial literacy class, and the kids got really excited about it because you can make it hands-on and you can make it real-life applicable. And so, you know, half of being a teacher is getting kids excited about stuff. And so that's one of those things. But the reason I'm bringing it up is there's a book uh, written by a guy named John Lim, L-I-M. It's called How to Raise Your Child's Financial IQ, The Most Important Things. It's 64 pages long. It's not a long read. Just go on the internet, How to Raise Your, uh, how to raise your Child's Financial IQ, John Lim, L-I-M. Um, and so if you're a grandparent or a parent, I would get it for your kids and, and have them read it and then talk about it if possible. I know it's hard to get a, a teenager to talk about anything, um, but maybe you can pique their interest a little bit. I know that's what happened to me when I was a teenager. Um, I inherited some money from my grandparents and all my cousins that also inherited money went and bought CDs. And I said, meh, there's, I think there's something more out there for me. And my mother uh, got me some books from the library. Peter Lynch went up on Wall Street. And, and then I was in, at an airport and I bought um, – the making of American capitalist Warren Buffett story. And I said, this is it. And now I'm obviously, this is my career. So I'm not saying that your kid or grandkid is going to be, do what I do. Uh, but if they just get some of the sort of basic tenets of personal finance, it can have a huge impact on their life. What drove you, what drove you into this crazy world that we live in, Mr. Finale? I think the same, I mean, we talk about it, but, uh, growing up on the West side of Ben, my parents, both being public employees, like, I was always adjacent to people that actually had money. And my dad bought me an Investopedia CD when I was 14. And that sort of started it for me. And I always wanted to be an investor. And it was on a CD-ROM. And I'd plug it in and take all the Investopedia quizzes when I was little. And that sort of started my love of stocks and markets. And you tie in all... Jealousy was the core of it? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't jealousy. It was more just like aspiration. Uh, you know, aspiration, was, that's even better. Is <laughs> aspiration being next to the people that, uh, for whatever uh, reason, you know, I mean, public employees, obviously, like, you know, you can be frugal to an extreme and eventually that will yield dividends. But uh, being adjacent to conspicuous consumption, it makes you want it too. I mean, it's... You, the good news about Josh is he takes two truth serum every morning when he brushes his teeth. <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously it, most people, unless you've been living under a rock, know that interest rates have finally moved off zero. Uh, and so, so many people for the longest time are just you know, resigned to the fact that maybe rates were going to stay at zero. And there's whole generation, Josh, people that are younger than me, my, my the generation below me, Josh's generation, the millennials and younger, just sort of thought that's what you get on savings accounts, you got zero and interest rates were, were low and they were always low. Um, but for those of you that are sort of 45 years old and older, re understand that there was most of your life, you could get money on, on a CD or money market or a savings account. You could get a, a relatively decent yield that was very safe. And so we're back to that world. And so Josh and I thought we'd talk about sort of the three options, at least that we consider uh, me meaningful options in terms of the way that we think of our safe or emergency money. Um, and those are, in no specific order, those are uh, – U.S. Treasuries, so short, very short-term U.S. Treasuries, and I can go through the yields there. Uh, those are money markets, 
Uh, so, you know, good old fashioned money market mutual fund. Um, and then there's obviously savings accounts and CDs. Um, and so I don't happen to use savings accounts and CDs and never have. I just didn't, I've never sort of liked them as an option. Um, because the they're generally not going to be as high of a return that you're going to get in the capital markets in a safe uh, investment like a U.S. Treasury or a money market. And so, but those are all sort of the options. And, you know, when I look at the yields, I'm looking at the yield curve for the Treasury market right now. A one-month Treasury yields 3.6, a two-month 4.96, a three-month 5.1. And if I go out to a year, it's 4.7. If I go out to 10 years, it's 3.4. But, you know, when I think of, I, I mean, I have treasuries rolling over in my taxable account all the time. So, you know, I, I, that's my safe money. I might I might need it. But right now I'm just buying essentially three-month treasuries and, and continuing to roll them as they mature unless I need the money. And so the reason I use treasuries, one, the yield is better, obviously, than all the other options out there right now. Um, but the reason I use treasuries as well is because the yield on them, I don't have to pay state taxes on those. All those other things I mentioned, money markets, uh, savings accounts, CDs, you have to pay taxes at both the federal level and the state level. Uh, and on a, on a U.S. Treasury, no matter what state you live in, you don't have to pay taxes on that. So the effective yield of a Treasury uh, is going to be better. Um, I, I like the liquidity. You know, the, the funny thing is about treasuries is people say, well, you know, you have to hold it to duration. And that is true if you want to make sure you get the yield that you bought it at. But you know, there was a time, uh, you know, interest rates are moving every single day, every minute of every day. And so you still have liquidity. The good thing is about the treasury market. It is the most liquid deep pool of market that exists on the planet today. And so there's plenty of liquidity in the treasury market. Uh, and so you can make that liquid at any time. There's definitely a lot of apprehension out there about buying individual treasuries and just, we actually use a, an ETF. So the question I have is, do you think that's, uh, the apprehension is from, not knowing how to do it or just being scared about like the bond market. Remember the bond market before you worked in this industry, it was like it was a, a boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> it was like this I love the giant thing that exists yeah. that no one even, they rarely even talk about uh, on CNBC or uh, general media doesn't speak about it at all. And so, but you know, for most people out there, like some version, we use an ETF called TFLO. Uh, it's short floating rate treasury instruments. Uh, it yields on a 30-day basis with the SEC like 4.87%. For a lot of people out there with cash sitting in a brokerage account, that's a really good option. Wisdom Tree has another product, USFR. It's basically the same thing, uh, but they yield on a 30-day basis because it's very levered to what rates are doing at any given time. It rolls over every 30 days. Uh, it's about 4.8%. Yeah, so there are finally options out there. There are safe options. And again, I would rather have my money in a money market than in a bank, a savings account, or a CD just because I have daily liquidity in the money market and I can write a check against that where obviously the CD you have to wait. Uh, and returns over time are going to be better than those other things than they are in a CD in a bank. But if you need FDIC insurance, you got to go to the bank. Uh, alrighty. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office. The number here is 800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. One accounting firm in Oregon was named one of the 50 best of the best public accounting firms in the nation in 2022. That firm is Kernet Stokes. Kernet Stokes specializes in industries prevalent in Oregon. 
Their Bend office is backed by more than 80 employees in Oregon and 75 years of service. Kernick Stokes has the resources and expertise you'd expect from a big four accounting firm with the personalized care of our trusted team here in Bend. Expect more from your CPA. Get more with Kernick Stokes. More at kernickstokes.com. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Fabulous tales and myths abound about the power of diamonds. They have long been associated with devotion, honor, and strength. It is why diamond was the choice of nobility when it came to sealing marital vows. Today, besides being used in engagement rings, it is also the birthstone for April. Did you know that diamond comes in 12 colors? Some you've heard of. Champagne, cognac, chocolate, and pink diamonds come from the Argyle Mines of Australia. But black, blue, yellow, green, purple, and red diamonds come from elsewhere. When diamond crystals form, often boron or nitrogen are present. These cause an otherwise colorless diamond crystal to change colors, but only if heat is present long enough. Today, these diamonds are heated to allow the color change process to finish in a natural and permanent way. We'd love to show you what these colors look like, so stop by and see them at Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and Fur in Redmond or find us at SatterleyJewelers.com. Do you have over $10,000 in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, DebtLoo is here for you. With DebtLoo's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at DebtLoo are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895. Do you have over $10,000 in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, DebtLoo is here for you. With DebtLoo's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at DebtLoo are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to be part of the show, call us, 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So this, uh, this is one of my pet peeves. Uh, as an American and a taxpayer, and uh, the, you know, I hear Mr. Biden whisper "fair share" all the time, and uh, as if I'm not paying my fair share. Or the implication is that I'm not, I guess. Um, and one of the things that I also drives me nuts is that most Americans just complete lack of understanding of, of taxes and the tax code and tax brackets. And so, what is always funny to me is when we have I hear people 
or clients or people that come into the office that complain about taxes and uh, their income is such that they don't even pay any taxes. And so, you know, they're, they're talking about taxes and it's like, wait, you got a refund for the equivalent of all the money you've paid in. So guess what? You are one of those people that is a giant beneficiaries uh, of the people that are subsidizing, you know, the roads and all the stuff that you get to use. So you cannot, you have to understand the tax code and tax rates before you can complain about them is, is my rule. Um, and so here's the data. And this comes from wall street journal. Uh, the 43% of us income tax filers earning 50% or sorry, $50,000 or less make up 10% of the total income and pay negative 5% of the federal <laughs> income taxes. The 10% of taxpayers earning $200,000 or more earn 44% of the total income and pay 80% of the federal income taxes. So, um, he, he, you know, th that's one of the things that makes me crazy is that you need to understand uh, the tax code before you actually can decide if you have a problem with it. Because a lot of you, your effective tax rate is close to zero and or zero. And so why would you complain about that? You get the benefits of all of the services that are provided by the federal government, but you're not paying a penny in taxes. Like you can't complain about taxes if you don't pay taxes. That's not allowed. It's not allowed. <laughs> it's not allowed in my house at least. Okay, we got an email from a Fred. Fred doesn't say where he is. Fred says, I am 60 years old, married with no mortgage. Congratulations. We also have $1.1 million in liquid cash. I hope it's not an actual cash, Fred. Uh, and $880,000 in a 401k. I will have two pensions, which have not yet started, and my wife will have one pension. All three adding up to approximately 3500 bucks a month if we took them today. Also, we paid into Social Security at 65. We'll, 65 will pull roughly 5000 a month combined from Social Security. I will have medical and dental insurance through my state government uh, uh, and, and my wife as long as we live. Not sure if I can retire now <laughs> or wait a few more year, years to build up my pension. So, Fred... You can do whatever the heck you want. Fred, you are one of these people that has uh, done it right. Uh, and uh, if more people in this country have had lived the way you've lived, we wouldn't be if, – if, if, let's put it this way. If the doofuses in Washington, D.C. and our, all our state capitals treated their life from a fiscal standpoint the way you do, we wouldn't be in the situation we are in. But uh, most people can't uh, delay gratification. They need to have it now. And so, Fred – you can retire now if you want, or if you want the math to continue to get better, um, you could wait. And so what I'd say, Fred, and this is sort of uh, what might change your, uh, what, your behavior and what you do is you can go ahead and retire, but don't take Social Security and don't take your pension. Something tells me, Fred, uh, that you, know, you don't have a mortgage, so your monthly expenses are probably pretty low. And so what you do, Fred, is you take that $1.1 million plus the 880000 you have in, uh, in the, your 401k, so it's effectively $2 million, and you use that uh, to live on in the beginning of your retirement. So let's say next month, in the month of uh, May, Fred, you and your wife call it good. And you say, okay, well, we're going to spend, let's say, 7500 bucks a month. Uh, that's what we need. Take that money from the 1.1 and some of it from the 880000 because you're now over 59 and a half and you can access that. And delay taking those pensions and delay taking Social Security because the longer you wait to take both of those, the bigger they're going to get. Um, and so let's say you do that strategy for five years and you say, oh, you know, we're doing pretty well because the money that's invested. I would tell you to invest the 1.1. Uh, somewhere in the market so that it grows over time. Um, but, you know, you get to 65 and you say, well, we're doing pretty well. The, the nest egg is still the same and our pensions keep growing. Uh, you can do that all the way up to 70 and your Social Security and your pension will keep growing. Uh, and, and then when you do take those, they're going to be even bigger than the numbers that you quoted me. Uh, and then you can, you'll have more than enough. You'll probably have twice as much income on a monthly basis guaranteed than you need. And you can stop taking uh, the money from your cash pile and your 401k. So you can do that as a strategy, uh, or you can take your pensions as a strategy. I mean, you, you are in the, the enviable position, Fred, uh, that you have made great financial decisions up until now, uh, and they give you tons of optionality. But what I would do, Fred, if we were advising you, is we would say delay taking Social Security and your pensions to make those keep increasing. Because remember, every year you delay taking Social Security, the income goes up by 8%, and you're, you're, um, 
your pensions. I don't know what their guarantee is every year that you wait, but it's probably something similar to that. And so you're guaranteeing yourself an 8% increase in your income every year you wait. So, uh, so most likely that's the best thing for you it's to do. It's just an absolute imperative. You monetize your cash pile and deploy it in some version of CDs or whatever else, because you're leaving with that balance in cash, you're leaving no, a significant amount of No, whatever else. In the market, build a balanced portfolio of stocks and bonds. Don't put it in CDs. Well, it just doesn't matter. I mean, you got to do something to monetize it because you're leaving so much money on the table. By And that was, I saw an identical situation for some clients of ours uh this week over in springfield and uh it does matter what do you mean you said it doesn't matter it matters well of course you know but i don't want to impose my risk tolerance on them or whatever else yeah but, but at it, 60 years old uh it, let's say one between you and your wife are going to live another 30 years stocks are going to be a lot well, higher of course we know now. the answer and we know what we would do but uh that's what he's asking us <laughs> our advice yeah <laughs> I mean, you know what those clients did of ours in Springfield. They went out and bought CDs, of course, and they're going to keep working, and they're never going to enjoy any of that money. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. No. We got an email from Jack C. Jack doesn't tell us where he is. Uh, what do you guys think of these online robo-advisors like Betterment or Wealthfront? Even Schwab and Vanguard now have robo-advisors. Uh you know, our take on them is sort of nuanced in that it, generally it's a good thing in the sense that uh, automated rebalancing and uh, index-based investing and asset allocation are, are good approaches. Uh, all robo-advisors are not created equal, however. And, you know, we, we cited an example recently from Wealthfront, which abandoned value allocations at the precise moment to not uh, – that value outperformed dramatically almost a week to the day of when they abandoned it. Uh, the point being, <laughs> I don't know that looking at the available robo offerings out there, uh, they're definitely not all created equal. And our, I think our advice would lead you to using uh, one of the custodial, larger custodians robo advisors, a la Vanguard or Schwab, at the expense of some of the more uh, edgy, startup-oriented uh, robo-advisors, but uh, robo-advising generally something that I don't know the merits of it generally are, are going to be undermined over time. I think the value of a human advisor has shown has been very evident over the last three years. Yeah, I mean, so robo-advising, I would say, is it doesn't come with like the hand-holding that is so important in, in terms of long-term investment success and you know it's just like they're they're sort of a, a fancier version of target date funds uh and that you know all target date funds aren't created equal there's that's a good, good way ones. to characterize it there's some bad ones um but like josh had i would say you know if if it's if you know you're bad at asset allocation, then maybe you do hire one of them, but you hire one from a Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab uh, because I know that the funds they're going to use are going to be low-cost, high-quality funds versus some of the betterment ones where there might have some revenue-sharing agreements. The, the trend that you're seeing in robo-advising is that they weren't able, all of the ones that were funded by free venture capital money are now raising fees pretty significantly because that model didn't work from a fee standpoint. And so some of the merits of them are being undermined just by the cold, hard economic realities of the business. Of having to monetize it and pay those PE guys back. All right. Uh, if you'd like to be part of the program, you have a question and or comment, which a lot of you seem to have, give us a call, 877-670-7117. Or you can always email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we'll tackle one last segment of your emails questions. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
save money on jeans, sweatshirts, and name brand feed. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Coastal. Coastal Farm and Ranch. We're just what the country needs. You care for your animals. Now you can feed them the best and save money. All feed in stock is buy three bags, get one free. Choose from Neutrina, Purina, Haystack, Scratch and Peck, Country Companion, and more. Plus, all men's and women's denim bottoms like Ariat, Wrangler, and Miss Me are buy two, get one free. You'll also save 30% on all sweatshirts in stock. All three items of equal or lesser value. Enjoy three days of savings at Coastal, in-store or online. Plus, you can win big prizes during our 60th anniversary celebration at CoastalCountry.com. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Serving Central Oregon from Highway 97 in Redmond. Every 36 seconds, a vehicle is stolen in the United States. You have the power to protect your car, remove your valuables, roll up your windows completely, and always lock your doors and take your keys or fob. If you know something about a vehicle theft, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This weekend only, Wilco has premium veggie starts, herbs, and more for 20% off during the plant box sale. This Saturday and Sunday, take 20% off your entire flat of plants from the garden center at your farm-proven, farmer-owned Wilco. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand, nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic and psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Do you have over $10,000 in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, DebtBlue is here for you. With DebtBlue's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at DebtBlue are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895. Your project, our materials, the independently owned destination for your next outdoor project is Building Solutions in Bend. Stop in today and take advantage of our in-store Cobo Home and Garden Show specials. Make your outdoor living space literally cooler with the all-new heat-mitigating Trax Transcend Lineage Decking and feel the maximum performance of Makita cordless tools and outdoor power equipment. Building Solutions, the quality, selection, and service you expect. Building Solutions in Bend and buildingsolutionsbend.com. Your project, our materials. your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio on this beautiful weekend here in the Northwest. Uh, for those of you that um, contribute on a monthly basis to your retirement IRAs, those kind of your Roth IRA, your traditional IRA. Um, I just want to make you aware that contribution limits went up. So most of you have it automated, which I am all for. I feel like the best investment strategy, the first thing you can do if you can automate your investment strategy, those are the ones that are going to be most successful over time because you don't have to do anything. And we know when we have to do things that sometimes doesn't always work out. So the pay yourself first attitude of, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put money in my, my IRA and my non-qualified account and it all is automated. I love that. Keep doing that. But you should just know that the contribution limits in 2023 went up. Uh, so for IRA contribution limits for both the Roth and traditional 
are $6,500 this year for people under 50, and if you're over 50, it's $7,500. Uh, and the income limits of deductible IRAs also uh, went up as well. To, that's good to know. And the income limits for a Roth also went up. I'm not going to go through those because they're long and tedious, and I'm not good at reading. <laughs> but you can look them up on our friend Google. Okay, let's tackle one last segment of email questions. Um, let's see. We got an email from a Tommy. Um, I, Tommy says, I'm approaching the time when I'll take required minimum distributions, RMDs for short, uh, from my individual retirement account. I am in a quandary about what I can do with this anticipated largesse of cash. I don't need the money dumped into my checking account. Well, the suggestion that we would make is, uh, continuing to leave that money invested. And that's why you have a taxable account. And what we would do for a lot of clients is just move, uh, we call it a journal, but we just take their required minimum distribution. And in often cases, we'll actually move securities, move the stocks or bonds that they hold into their taxable account and do the tax withholding. And uh, that position- Tax withholding has to come from the cash, but- Yeah, so we create a little bit of cash and then just literally move the securities over. Uh, that's probably the best circumstance, you know, that's the best, best advice we could give you. Yeah. So leave that money invested and let it continue to compound in a taxable account. And then ultimately when you're going to need, when you need it, uh, it'll be there and you know, you'll only pay capital gains on any gains net of when you took the distribution. So Tommy functionally, uh, th this is how that works. And, th and Josh is right. You can't, you can't avoid the t there. I'll tell you in a second, the way to avoid the taxes, if that's what you're ordered about. But, uh, if you, if you don't want to give the money away necessarily to a charity, you want to keep the money. Uh, functionally, this is how it works. You just do, let's say you own SPY, which is the oldest ETF that exists, the S&P 500 uh, ETF that tracks the S&P. Uh, and so let's say you own that in your IRA. You would just have your advisor, your custodian, literally move it from your IRA, just all of the shares that you own, straight over to your taxable investment account. And if you don't have a taxable investment account, they can open one for you and move it right over. So you're never out of the market. You stay invested. And then conceivably, hopefully, you have enough cash in the money market in your IRA that they can use that money to send the taxes to the IRS uh, and your state government. So that's functionally how we do it with our clients. We just do what's called an in-kind transfer. We never sell anything. We just move the securities right over uh, and they, and you know, they do have to pay the taxes, but they're not having to do it. We do it. And then the other alternative, if you are, uh, if you are charitably inclined, Tommy, what you can do is something called a qualified charitable distribution or QCD for short. And what you do is you have the money sent directly from your IRA directly to a charity. The charity has to be a 501c3, so it has to be an actually recognized charity with the IRS. And as long as it goes directly from your IRA to that charity's account, uh, you're not having to pay taxes on that amount. So those are your sort of two options. One is if you want to keep the money, just do it in kind transfer. The other, if you're charitably inclined, uh, just do a QCD. Uh, Greg asks us, uh, do I need to carry life insurance after my children have reached adult age? If so, what type makes the most sense? So, uh, Greg, you don't have to legally carry life insurance ever <laughs> if you don't want to. Um, as one of my buddies says, when I say he needs more life insurance, he says, I don't want to buy the next guy a boat. And I guess I understand that. <laughs> um, but it, so, Greg, I would say, uh, first of all, the one thing that Josh and I uh, we have tons of insurance because we have a business and little kids, or my kids aren't so little anymore, but we still have kids, um, both of us separately. And uh, we have a lot of life insurance, but all of our life insurance is term life insurance because it's really pretty darn cheap, especially if you're healthy. So you can get quite a bit of term life insurance for a relatively reasonable amount of money, which protects you for a period of time. And the the way to think about that from a financial planning standpoint is that you know you buy life insurance uh, you keep paying on that life insurance. Let's say you buy a million or $2 million worth of life insurance. And then over time, as you save money during that period of the term of the life insurance, then you can become what's called self-insurance. So uh, as I'm getting closer to the end of my terms of my insurance, at least for my family, not for our business, um, I am continuing to build up my net worth. And so once those expire and my kids are adults, uh, my I will be self-insured, but that all that money will just go to my wife and my kids will hopefully be uh, self-sustaining citizens of, of paying their own way if, if all goes well. Uh, and so 
that's the way to think about it. But, you know, all of these sales, all, all these insurance salespeople out there are always trying to sell whole life, universal life, all of these policies uh, that pay mu- them much bigger commissions. The commission on a term life insurance isn't very big. And uh, and so they're, they're not really inclined to, to sell them. They try to sell whole life and universal life, all these ridiculous uh, life insurance policies that pay big commissions. Uh, and they try to talk about them like they're investment. Those are all garbage. You know, they're very, there's occasionally a, an estate planning use for those, but it's a very rare situation uh, that I would agree with that. So we got another email. Uh, it doesn't say this, who this is from. Uh, this person says, if I have a tax deferred 401k, can I convert it to a Roth IRA without paying the deferred taxes when I roll it over? Uh, no. You can't do that. <laughs> so you're, you know, you got the tax benefit on the front end when you contributed to the to your four hundred one k, and you, what you're going to have to do if you want to roll it over to a to a Roth IRA, you're going to have to pay taxes on the amount you roll over. So what you should do instead, first move the tax deferred four hundred one k, assuming you're separated from service, into a traditional IRA, and then talk to your accountant or your tax person and say, you know, how much can I convert from my traditional IRA to my Roth? on an annual basis and in not expose myself to a ton of taxes. So you don't have to do it all at once. You can do it, you know, once a year till you get to a point, but to get to a point where you you have the amount you want in your Roth IRA. The big caveat to that though, is the only time Josh and I say to do this is if you have the money to pay the taxes elsewhere, that's when you would do a Roth conversion. If you're having to take the money from the traditional IRA, so let's say you're converting 50,000 and 10 or 15 of it has to go towards taxes, you're never going to be able to compound that money ever again. So the only time we talk about Roth conversions, whether it's from a 401k or a traditional IRA, is if you have the money set aside to pay the taxes. All right, that's our show this week. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and if necessary, seek professional advice.